Hello, and welcome to the Daddy Daughter Real Talk podcast with your host, my big sister, Michael. Heyo. And my old man, Guy. Hey there. I'm Trinity. In today's episode, they'll discuss the impact of COVID-19, homeschooling, and summer plans during a pandemic. Daddy Michael, take it away. Thank you, Trinity, and welcome to the official episode three, though it is number four, of the Daddy Daughter Real Talk podcast. I am one of your hosts, Guy. I am the daddy, and I am joined by... Michael the Princess. Michael the Princess. So, it's really funny, because this episode is going to be what we thought our first episode was going to be on. Yep. (laughs) Until, you know, things dictated that we change things up a little bit. But today we decided, hey, let's talk about COVID. Let's talk about COVID-19, the coronavirus and the impact that that has had on our lives because the impact has been real, like really real. Yes. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about the Rona. Let's talk about uh, what's going on with that, what the impact has been for you. And, uh, and your brother and your sister. Let's just start by talking about the disease itself. Um, what have you heard about it? What do you know about it? What, you know, are you scared? That whole thing. So talk to me about the I've, Rona. I've heard about what's been happening via the news until we started just keeping that away because we don't need any more bad vibes than there already is. But um, yeah, at one point I was seeing that um, we needed to start getting stuff from other countries' funeral homes because our country was running out of space. And I feel like that in and of itself just makes you realize, like, if all the funeral homes are running out of space where they can't even go to, like, another state, but then it just makes a huge difference where it's just like, hmm. wow, this is hitting really hard at the same time for a lot of people. Right. Right. That was that was a while ago while school was still in session. But other than that, I feel like because it's been around so more the initial panic has just kind of gone away. But I remember even when we were still in school, how um everybody was just like, Oh man, I hope someone gets it so that we can get out of school. <laughs> and I was just like, Okay, let's not wish that upon people. Yeah. But um everybody was just like they were talking about stuff rumors were spreading they're just like bro i heard that they're gonna close down the schools right and i heard another person got it and this and that and i'm just like okay but can we just focus on doing this math problem can you stop talking (laughs) yeah that's that's very um that's very you right yeah you just you're about your schoolwork you're about your business um other kids just want to get out of school i'm about so other people are about social media and like what's going on and stuff and then i'm just about like doing what needs to get done Mm -hmm. mostly using it as a distraction Hmm. (laughs) because like i i will admit it i am not good at facing problems head-on i usually find something to distract myself (laughs) right and that's usually school or gotcha life stuff right yeah gotcha life is also just a time consumer because i have no social life (laughs) Especially with coronavirus going on, but yeah. Well, I I think the social life thing was probably true before, 
right? Yeah, yeah it yeah. was true before, but like now I definitely <laughs> don't have a social life because nobody can get together. I try so hard to like force a social life on you. Like I want you to be out. I, I want you to have friends. I yeah, rejected. You do. You reject it. You're just like, I just want to be like in my ah. cave and hide and, yes. you know, pretend the world's not out there. But I am is. that animal pacing back and forth in the cave and I'm just like, stay away. But those social skills are so important, though. I know. They are. But I just. Mm. At some I'm point, to we're going to have to develop some social skills. I'm trying like to get myself out there. I have been accepting assignments from my teachers that require me to talk in front of people because I have anxiety when it comes to that. I'm proud of yeah. myself for accepting that assignment, too. I'm proud of you as well. But um, no, no buts. I'm proud of you as well when it comes to that. I um, still have a long way to go, but I still have a long way to go. That's what you were gonna say. I have a feeling, I was, you know, maybe, maybe a little <laughs> bit, maybe a little bit. But let's take it back to COVID. So, um, so this this disease, you know, makes its way out of China and it makes its way around around the world, the world in eight days. <laughs> I mean, so fast, right? The way it just kind of blows up. Um, yeah. We knew that it was coming to America and we knew we were going to get slammed by this wave. And so we but tried. But there also just like there were precautions, but kind of half hearted precautions. I feel like we could have done a lot better as a society to prevent this because, you know, places like New York and I don't actually know the other places. I don't know. Las Vegas. I don't know. No, nah, not, not so much, but. <laughs> Definitely, definitely New York was the first epicenter that we got hit with where there was just yeah. this massive infection spread. Because that, there's so many people. And I feel right. like the more populated areas should have been under like strict watch where like, okay, everybody seriously like stay home because we know that it's coming. And because there's a lot of people here, it's going to spread fast. That's logic. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> challenging. I feel like it wasn't applied as much as it should have been. You know, for people in America, it seems like we Nothing this, can touch us. No, it's not that. That's not what I was going to say. It, it feels like we put this clamp down all of a sudden where everything just got on lockdown and it's, it goes against our way of life and all these things. But we have family that lives in Italy. And when I was talking to my brother, you know, he was like, man, y'all ain't seen nothing yet. Come to Italy and see what lockdown looks like. You literally exactly. are not allowed to go anywhere outside your house. Unless it was for essential items. And I'm sorry, like going to the weed spot or going to like what those aren't essential. Essential is groceries, things that will keep you alive. And you had to have proof that that's where you were going or you're getting fined like 500 euros and you're getting locked up by the police. And he said the police would roam the streets and go to the grocery stores and they would only let a certain number of people in and there would be a line outside of the grocery store. And if you were not separated by at least six feet, the police would come over to you and force you to spread out. And then they would go into stores to make sure that everybody was spread out and doing what they're supposed to be doing. Like, But again, see, Italy, it's difficult because Italy is what, the size of Florida or something? Like, we're this country of 350 million people. Or like, we're this huge country. When you take small countries like Italy, well, you can do that because... You know, you're tiny compared to, you know, yeah, America. It's, it's hard to control everyone, but I still feel like when the first cases were popping up, we should have already started isolating a little bit more and yeah. slowly easing into this full-on quarantine thing. Right. Because then maybe it wouldn't have gotten so bad. Because 
I mean, if you look at how the other countries were being affected, mm-hmm. maybe it was certain conditions, but it was still that bad. And it was always a possibility that it could have been that bad. So I feel like that should have been taken into account more. No, I, I completely agree. I, I, I think that we moved in, in too some, slowly until in it some got ways, too In some big. ways, and, in, in, you know, give credit where credit's due. Some ways we moved quickly. Um, banning travel from certain countries and shutting down airports like and, and flights, what have you, like that was smart. That should have helped kind of uh, ease things up just a little bit. Uh, but our social measures are what fell like those are the things that fell short. Uh, restricting yeah. our ability to be around each other as much as we normally are, which is what spread the virus so much. Yeah. Um, so when we talk about the Rona, uh, for you, just speaking from a personal standpoint, how does that impact you? How are you feeling these days? I, I'm i not really much of a social person, but when I'm just around my siblings all day and in my room, especially now that it's summer, where there's nothing to really do because I don't really like going outside, I, I like going on vacations and we're not going to be able to do that this year, it seems. Because right. while stuff is still opening back up, everyone, I think, is going to just wait a little bit for stuff to go back to normal. But, you know, if everyone's doing that, then maybe we should go because nobody else is going to be there. <laughs> no. Yeah, because yeah, that was the way how it was with the movie theater. Nobody else was going, so it was empty. But, um, yeah, no, I, I'm i an adrenaline rush person. So, um like we were looking forward to summer. We had these big plans and now they're just all gone. And I am so bored and tired of my siblings and my <laughs> siblings are tired of me. And um yeah, it's just uh. Yeah, we're going to talk about that um here in just a second. Um about summer and the impact of the rona and everything else that's going on. One of the big impacts, though, that came up from from this whole thing was school. So we get into that fourth quarter of the school year and the announcement comes out and it's like, hey, for the next week or two, why don't you kids just go ahead and stay home and. You're going to do this distance learning thing, and we don't have, we're we have no idea. We're going to stretch that out for another week or two. Or <laughs> Eventually, right? And guess like, what? You're staying home for the rest of the school year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we're going to do this distance learning, and we have no idea what we're doing or what it's going to look like. But, but we're, we're kinda, rolling with the punches, <laughs> so just deal with it. it. Yeah, we're going to figure it out as we go along, and you won't really know the difference. And, hey, let's face it, you don't really care anyway. So, yeah. so um, tell me, what was homeschooling like for you? So it was a little bit hard at times because my brother, you know, my siblings, my brother and sister were both still in school. My sister is okay with it, but my brother was like not focusing. So when the parent, when parents got into that work schedule where it's just like a week on, week off or limited work hours and stuff, Mm -hmm. it was definitely a lot easier because then I could focus on my schoolwork instead of having to deal with the crap my brother was giving me. Yeah. So this is, uh, this is one of those times where it's, it's it's usually cool to be the oldest child because you know you get everything first. Yep. Um, but there's times where it kind of sucks, and this was one of those times where it kind of sucks. Especially because it. You have two working parents, and 
you're 14, going on 15, you're super responsible. And this is one of those times where it's like, hey, I need you to put your big girl pants on. We got to count on you. So and I need usually, you to step in and Usually help out. it was okay, but now he's gone into this rebellion phase and he's not listening to a word I say. And then, he you doesn't know, listen to a word I say. Exactly. So you can imagine what it's like for me yeah, just being man. the 14 year old sister, just like, well, you're not an adult <laughs> anyways. And they told you not to put your hands on me. I mean, that doesn't keep me from, you know, dragging him to the room, but <laughs> I will like have my hands become handcuffs and I will literally yeah. cuff his wrist and just drag him and, and I'm just perfectly like perfectly okay with that. Totally okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, man. But it's one of those things where I'm just like, you know what? I'm not taking your crap, so I'm calling mom and dad and then you're going to have <laughs> to just you're going to sit here and sulk for like an oh, hour. I got to tell you, it was so it was so so frustrating. So the girls were great. You and your sister were wonderful. Um, you guys might not even wake up until 9 or 10 o'clock. But by noon, you were done with all your schoolwork. Like, you had knocked everything out. Like, you were good to go. And Ty, I, you know. Love him to mom, death, but. <laughs> yeah, so your mom talked with, um, she's in one of these chat groups or something with different parents. And I guess they all came to the same consensus that the boys, particularly elementary age, but the boys were the biggest challenges because you could not convince them that they were not already on summer break. Every day that they woke up and they didn't have to actually go to school and they could spend the whole day in their pajamas, that's a vacation. That's the definition of a vacation to them. So you go and tell them like, nah, you actually, I need you to check into this class and you got to do this assignment and let's work on this and this. They're like, nah, like, why are you giving me homework on vacation? What are you doing right now? They... It, it wasn't just Ty. It felt like it was just Ty because, you know, he's the one that's in our face. Mm-hmm. But the more we talked to our friends who had boys around Ty's age, you know, he's eight. Um, the, you know, the six, seven, eight, nine, ten year olds, like they, every parent was having the same issue. And it was crazy because twice a week he would have to do those Zoom meetings with the rest of his class. Like, like with Google Meet. Yeah. Google Meet. Yeah. That whole thing. Right. Mm-hmm. I sat there like once or twice and I watched it and it's like 20 other kids up on the screen. Nobody mutes their microphones. Everybody's talking at the same time. And all of my attention, all of my pity and just my God bless you's went to the teacher who's sitting there actually trying to teach these kids on this Google Meet. (laughs) But also it makes you like... It's also like I've heard from mom that the actual school environment was like that too. Oh, yeah. So if the actual school environment's like that, then it's definitely going to be worse when they're homeschooling. So Much I, worse. I feel like the teachers, the teachers need to be able to learn and get actual training, I guess, on how to get the kids to control it. And I think part of it is just having more interactive classes for the younger ages mm-hmm. because... If it's, like, the school that I'm in now. Because, like, if I go back and think about my schools, it was a lot of just, like, sitting and lecturing. And that's not going to keep the younger kids' attention. You need to have more, like, projects or interactive stations. Because I know when I'm most focused is not when I'm listening to the teacher just lecture. It's when we're doing projects. Because projects allow you to be creative. And creativity is important for the younger ages. So I, I completely agree, and I think that is really smart and and, and because really there's a lot accurate. of like there's a lot of virtual 
um, creativity things because I know that there was a there's coding thing there's yeah. a 3d building thing yeah. but there's also like stuff like minecraft where we can recreate stuff and that's one of the things that i did for an extra credit project where i just recreated stuff in minecraft because minecraft is something that kids actually like right so if you assign them to do something yeah. let them run around it's difficult them. though like i don't know a lot of the grace has to go to the teachers right because yeah they went through college they studied early education they learned how to become a school teacher they know how to put together a curriculum they know how to direct kids' energy. They know how to break it up so that the kids don't get too bored. We'll do a little bit of talk time. We'll do some group time. We do you know, isolation time, work on your project. We come back together as a group. We do storytelling, like whatever. Um, but the virtual learning thing, man, that's a challenge, though. It that's, definitely is. It's such a different skill set. And it's not a skill set that the majority of these teachers have. And they're not necessarily technologically savvy, right? So when I do Zoom meetings um, for my side business, whoever the host is, like they have the ability to mute everybody except the people who they choose to talk. And mm-hmm. I, like, and, I think, they, they, I think and they would look and they'd be like, Michael, I'm unmuting your microphone. Let's talk for a second. And everybody has to listen, but nobody else comes through. And I'm like, the teachers can't even do that. And it's not a knock on a teacher. It's the it's the reality that these teachers are doing the best they can in an area that they are just not trained in. Yeah. You feel me? But, okay, so the homeschooling thing. So props to you. You still finished with straight A's, like doing the homeschooling thing. Your sister did the same. Yeah. Ty did okay. Um, I liked I liked doing my work, most of my work, because a lot of it was just allowing the student to be creative or or like virtual like we used gizmo which is for my science class which allows you to do virtual labs Mm -hmm. i like the physical labs but virtual labs are okay too especially when this one thing um we were doing orbits for our space unit Mm -hmm. and um (laughs) the guy was like a giant on the planet and he threw a baseball and when it got back to him he made this weird sound when he got hit by the baseball (laughs) and that just really amused me Clearly, so, <laughs> yeah, it was it was stupid. Nah, but I also got to like write little stories. And my English teacher, she was just like, "Wow, like this is amazing! Like you're definitely a writer." She, earlier in the year, she got me to actually join the creative writing club. So yeah, now nah, your teachers have have definitely been on you. Like it's, it's oh yeah, great. You've had a lot of my had... teachers are also younger. Like my my um my English teacher had gotten married during the school year. <laughs> Like, yeah, they're yeah, that young. Right. No, it's great. I, yeah, you have you have young, energetic teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of your projects have been held over by teachers as to to be able to save them and use them as models for future yeah, classes. So that's really cool. Year. It's been a, it's been a great school year, but like all good things, it must come to an end. And so we transitioned into the summer. Yeah. Um, it had to feel like a really seamless kind of transition in summer because you were already home for the last three months or two months, two and a half, three months, whatever, um, not going to school. So you just wake up one day and it's like, okay, so school is officially over and now I am on Here. summer break and nothing has changed. Yeah, I was actually sad when summer break came because at least school gave me something to do. And, you know, sometimes like we had extra credit assignments for history and I would just work on that until 7 p.m., <laughs> 
You I did just, so much extra credit. I did two extra credit assignments just because I I had nothing else to do. That's so funny. But that's something that your mom and me were well aware of. Um, the concern that we've had as parents, and I'm sure a lot of you out there can relate, um, when when the Rona originally blew up and and everybody was being told to stay home, a lot of people were able to start teleworking or they just had to stay home. Um, maybe you were furloughed or maybe you were still receiving your, your paycheck, but you had to just stay home because you were, you know, in a certain class, whatever it was, um, certain group of people. Um, it, it, it felt weird, but it felt temporary. So we're like, okay, we're, we're going to make our way through this. But as you make your way through it and like month goes by and another month goes by, another month goes by. And if you have young kids in particular, um, you're like, okay, so I'm figuring this whole thing out with school. And then all of a sudden it's like, now I got to figure this out with summer. Um, maybe the things that I used to do during the summer with my kids, I send them off to band camp or I send them off to golf camp or I send them off to wherever you send them off to. Um, that's no longer available. All of those things are canceled and closed. Now you're stuck with kids that are going to be sitting around the house and you don't necessarily want your kids to just be on electronics all day, every day, because that's the only thing that's available to them, right? So you're like, well, like the three of my kids have to write one essay every week. And if you listen to the pop-up podcast from last week, you heard Trinity's essay and Michael just turned hers in. Um, something to just keep their mind active, kind of keep things going. Here's some books you need to read. Here's... Some something, some, 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 something, right? Something they need to do. But the reality is, you know, in this household, mom and dad work full time. We have careers and we've both been ordered to return full time. And normally that'd be okay. Um, Michael's old enough and responsible enough. She can watch her brother and her sister. They can hang out during the day. And then we would use the weekends as an opportunity to get out and we'd go do top golf or we'd go to some bouncy Six Flags America. Six Flags, like we we you know, some bouncy castle type, you know, trampoline park or something. To be able to get that energy back up. Yeah, to like, do hey, something. To do something. But right now we can't do anything. And so bringing you back in, Mike, it's like we're into the summer now and it's Groundhog Day for you. Every day for the last couple of months has been the same, and it's not going to change. You don't go back to school officially until after Labor Day, and it is July 4th as we're recording this on Independence Day. So, mm-hmm. oh, baby, like that's another two months of just hanging out, trying to figure out what to do with your time. Right. Under any other circumstance, I would be happy to have school start later as long as it ends at the same time, right? Right. That's another thing. Like, is the school year going to be knocked oh, back to ending? Oh, we don't know. Ending? Don't ask me any questions about school. No, we, but we I'm just saying that's know. another thing. Right, right, right. Where it's just like, what is going on? But, um, yeah, no. Uh, I, I literally cannot because... We had this little role play squad, and me and just three other of my friends, mm-hmm. who are like my only friends right now. <laughs> but two, no, two of them have died off, and so it's just me and my best friend role playing over text. But we're running out of things to do because okay. we would. I don't think we got into this before, so let's just dive into this for like just just like the next I don't know ninety seconds. So keep it short, but help 
the other old people out there like me understand <laughs> what this role play thing is that you kids do that to me, when you explain it, it literally just breaks my brain. But <laughs> go ahead and tell me how you guys entertain yourselves. Okay, so role playing is pretty much you choose a story topic. We have a few different ones. The first one that we did was how to train your dragon based. So you take the how to train your dragon world, you create your own characters, and then you write a short little segment about what happens with your character, and then the next person goes. So it's kind of like you're writing a multi-author book, but you write it from different character perspectives, mm-hmm. and you can have more than one character. I know in one of the role plays, we have like 24 characters <laughs> for one person. 24 characters for one person. And one person? Yes. In your No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. One person in your role play group had 24 different characters? In the role play. I'm pretty sure I'm exaggerating. It wasn't me. I usually try to keep my characters minimal so that I'm able to focus on their character development. Okay, so I get it. So you guys do all of this over text message, right? Well, um, originally we did it in Google Docs, but as the other two kind of... Well, we had five in our group. We had me and then four other girls. One of the girls got cut off by her parents because she was spending too much time on it, quote-unquote. So, um, and then the other two just slowly died off. So now it's me and my one friend who are doing it over text now instead of in Google Docs. That's so sad. But I think it's awesome. You know what you guys could do? Hmm. Find a way to capture your role play. If you can get the other folks back in, come up with your premise. And create, no, create, don't, don't use an existing premise like, how to train your how to train your dragon no we create our own little world create like, your own little world with it and and actually make it into a book like we it would be tried a, doing that but nobody else was going it was just me it would be an friend. awesome book though like i really think it would be a cool book that you guys could actually like self-publish like it'd be dope it'd almost be like a comic book right okay so you have that mm-hmm. um oh and and you're you've stood up we won't mention it here but you actually launched your own YouTube channel. Yep. Yeah. I've done that. I actually Tell gotten, us about it. I've gotten actually quite a f- few views on my videos. All right. How long has it been active and how many videos and likes do you have? How many followers do you have? <laughs> All of that good stuff. All right. So I have 45 subscribers. Um, I had 40 before I started the channel. So that's saying something. <laughs> yeah. You picked up some. Yeah, I picked up some subscribers. Some of them were just family <laughs> and friends. Um, but um, It's okay. It's the same for this podcast. Hopefully, it'll grow. We'll see. Yeah. So, I've started my channel. I have about four videos up there. Mm-hmm. The first one was just, like, introducing myself, kind of, and telling them what's to come. I got um, quite a few likes on that, as well as quite a few views. And then I started, like, posting music videos, gotcha music videos, <laughs> Um, you know, while posting in the description, the copyright disclaimer rule for fair use so yeah. that I won't get taken down or attacked by so the copyright. So you've been doing this animation thing with Gotcha mm-hmm. Studio Life stuff, whatever, for <laughs> quite a long time. You've gotten really good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it the was stuff a, that I've made, I'm not going to actually be posting to my channel because when it was I go practice. back, it, it was, was just, practice. We'll call <laughs> it, just it practice. Yeah. But it was a really difficult decision for your mom and me to decide whether or not to allow you to go public with your YouTube channel. I know and something I, you I wanted know part to of do. it was because of my self-confidence thing. No, no, no. Being attacked. It, it really wasn't. It wasn't really? about your self-confidence. No, it's, it's ultimately our job 
other than, you know, looking out for your spiritual welfare, our job is to look out for your safety. And there's, in my opinion, there's probably no more dangerous a place for a teenager to exist than on the internet. And so the idea of you having your own YouTube channel exposes you to so much. And so ultimately we decided you need an outlet, a creative outlet that you can really get excited about and energized about and invested in. Um, beyond just creating all this stuff on your own to be able to put it out there to the world. Yeah, so, to be honest, I was actually getting really discouraged because the only people who were seeing my stuff, and I put a lot of work into it. A like, lot of I work. I would work on like one video that was like three minutes long. I worked on it for like a month and a half or yeah. something. It takes so much effort yeah. because you're animated. It's almost like for, for you old people out there like me, if you don't know what this stuff is, it's almost like claymation, right? So with every single motion that the character has to do in a claymation movie, you have to go back in, take the picture, got it, adjust the mouth a little bit for the next word, got it, move the arm for the next thing, got it. move. That's pretty much exactly what it is. It's what you have to do, but it's all digital, right? And so that's cool and all. And we wanted you, like, I want to encourage you to, like, continue to invest in that stuff. But at the same time, Mm -hmm. it's like, she's getting on the internet. But... (laughs) We figured this is the right time. You've already been home for three months. You're home for another two months. It's going to be, and then, and we're going to get into this, but you're probably going to be home through the end of the year, which is going to be like nine months of staying at home. So yeah, it's time to trust you. It's time to let you do your thing. Um, and the beauty, of course, is your real name is not attached to it, and Mm-hmm. Um, your face is never shown. It's all digital Yeah, it's my character, stuff. and it's she looks nothing stuff. like me. For one thing, she has wolf ears and a tail and wings, angel wings. So. Let's be honest. You kind of have a tail. What? 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 No? No. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't have a wolf tail. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, guys. It was I, just something I, really I funny. I think I get the reference, but I'm not going to go There is no it. reference. You have no tail, okay. and I just felt like messing with you in the middle of a podcast. I just got so confused. But okay. no, like, she's completely, like, magical blue hair, like... <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, it's it's fantasy world. It's anime. Yeah. It's, it's And I'm actually a lot thing. different than I am. Like, I'm a lot more outgoing and, like, bossy and sassy online than I am in real life. In yeah, real life, yeah. I'm just that girl in the corner who's just like, please... But no, I'm, I'm, I'm super proud of you. I think it's going to be wonderful. Um, I wanted I wanted her podcast to be the, I mean, her YouTube channel to be the sponsor of the podcast officially, but she really doesn't want to link like who she is in real life to this thing. And and I think that's really wise. I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. So we, we keep the two separated and, you know, I don't know how to tell you to find it, you know, if you were looking for it, but your kids will find it one day, and that's, that's what's up. All right, <laughs> let's begin to wrap this thing up. Let's talk about next school year. So we just got the word that where we live, um, <sighs> they said they gave us they gave us two pieces of information. First, you get to choose as a parent whether your child will go to school two days out of the week and be distance learning for the other three, or Will your child full on distance learning? One hundred percent distance learning. Full on distance learning. Uh, the other little piece doesn't really matter, but usually around where we live, schools start the second week of August, and now we're being told it'll start after Labor Day. So it's like three weeks of extra summer, which is 
just amazing. I wish I had three more weeks of summer as a kid. We're going to be bored of our minds. Oh my God. You you guys are just, (laughs) your generation is just so ridiculous. Like I would, I don't just, you bury me in the basement. Like I don't care as long as I have to go to school. I would have been so geeked. And so would I until I realized I have nothing to do. What are you talking about? We got PlayStation. We got Wii. You got a Nintendo Switch. You got your own iPad. You got a phone. You got access to the entire world. I just like, don't like video games. You don't like video games. See, that's just... I'm oh. mentally a boomer, I guess. Oh I don't God. know. No, you're not, because boomers love video games. Seriously? Your generation's just so spoiled. <laughs> so spoiled. So anyway, what are you thinking about for next school year? Like, what's the... So just so you guys know, she's entering the 10th grade, which in this area officially is high school. So she's entering into high school out of middle school well, I mean, and ninth grade was high school but in our specific area we had intermediate school for eighth and ninth so this is the first time that we're going to be going into actual high school via champ or and Langridge. it is a brand new high school yeah. that it's a brand new high school that uh they just finished building it's literally brand new never been played in before and so uh, that's a cool opportunity. Like you guys are the first class to ever enter that school. And and you might not be the first class to enter that school because you might not be entering that school. <laughs> so just talk to me a little bit about what the future is looking like to you. So the school was going to be really amazing because it was going to be a different floor plan that, well, it is it is a different floor plan than the other high schools in the area, and it's, like, completely innovative. Like, there's going to be Chinese as a language that you can take, which mm. the other schools don't have. Ni Americans. <laughs> Stop flexing on the podcast. I'm flexing my Mandarin because <laughs> you know I'm going to throw you in that class. Who needs Spanish? You get the I Mandarin. I like Spanish. Look, I'm going into Spanish 4, right? Okay, no. Continue. Your other daughter will go into Chinese. No, but um, they're going to be like having American Sign Language as a language that you can take. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, they have all sorts of robotics classes going on. It's just going to be really like out there. Sort Don't of you thing. have a coffee bar? Yeah, we're going to have a coffee area that is going to be pretty much the student lounge. We're going to have the student lounge. It's going to so be a coffee sick. house. So sick. They're going to have We a- couldn't get new basketballs at my school. Y'all getting a coffee lounge. I told y'all, man. Yeah. Oh, this county is ridiculous. All right, continue. Yeah. And um, there was going to be a maker space with a 3D printer. Nice. Yeah. So I definitely wanted to check out the maker space when I heard of it. There's going to be like three courtyards. It's going to be like glass everywhere. I mean, not completely everywhere because that's not tornado safe, but (laughs) still a lot of glass and just it's going to be amazing. Right. And then we're not even going to be able to enjoy it full time, especially because me being in my position as the oldest, if my siblings go for two days, it might be Monday and Wednesday for Ty and then Thursday and Friday for Trinity. So if those don't line up, then I'm going to have to be here full time because Ty can't be alone on his own. Trinity can't be alone on her Mm -hmm. own. Well, I mean, she might, but mm, not really. Yeah. So then if I go two days, then heck with it, right? No, it's... So unless we can get those days to all line up so that we all go to school on like Monday, Wednesday, or however it's going to be, 
It's a bit of a struggle. It's a bit of a struggle, and and it is a sacrifice on your end, and that that is true. I'm about to lose my mind up in here. (laughs) Let me find out. Uh, Uh, I don't like socializing, but not being able to see people for all this time, I mean, that's changed my perspective a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, man. That's cool, though. Maybe it'll make you more outgoing or something. Like, that's that's not going to be more outgoing, but at least I can see people and see life. Yeah, I guess guess what I would say is... um, it's a tough sacrifice. You're not alone. Like this isn't just something that we're asking you to do. Like this is something that's oh, being yeah. done literally across the board. And um, the school's still going to be there. Like you're going into the tenth grade. Mm-hmm. You're still going to be there for the eleventh grade. You're going to still be there for the twelfth grade. You're going to you're going to get the opportunity to experience everything you want to experience. Especially like if the school year does like actually start up normally. The actual kind of normal instead of the now normal. Yeah, I mean, that's if what everybody's hoping for, right? So yes. I'm sure they're going to reevaluate this thing at the Christmas break. And, you know, prayerfully, there's a vaccine by then. You can get the vaccine. We'll bring everybody back to school after Christmas. And it's going to be weird not knowing where everything is, though, and you've been part of the school just virtually. <laughs> yeah, but you're not alone. Every yeah. Every single student in that school is going to be in the same boat. Like every single student, right? So well, I mean, not the ones who are going to be able to go for those two days. They'll figure stuff out before the rest of us. Oh yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I was right. talking about. They're going to know, and then we're not, and then yeah, we're going to just be guys. no, we're going to be part of their class, and it's just like who are these people? Yeah, who cares? Screw those guys. Oh, that's weird to start later than other people. Is it? Yes. Is it? Yes. Is it? Yes. Well, then just know that you get to live in the inter- in the eternal gratitude of your parents. And that should be enough to just keep you warm and safe at night. Like, just feel good about yourself. Yeah. Just wrap yourself in our gratitude. I just hope I don't lose my sanity over the summer break. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's already gone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking at it like, well, you know, good luck with that. You're going to be fine. Yeah, my sanity's already out the window. <clears throat> it's fine. Hey, listen, we just got you a dog. Yes. So his the dog will, his name is Kobe Bryant. He's nine weeks as of yesterday. Yeah, he's he's super, 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 super cute. Yes. A uh, tiny little thing. He's, I guess he counts as a teacup toy. I don't know, whatever. He's and a, there goes the rest of my social life. He's my a breed between a, life. he's a mix between a Yorkie and a Maltese, which means he is 100% hypoallergenic, which is all I cared about with my allergies, but... Uh, he's super, super cute, and yeah. he will entertain Sleep. your entire summer. Like, he'll take up your summer for you and give you yeah. something to, to focus on. And Pass do. the time with when he's not yeah. sleeping. Yeah, man. Otherwise, that's when I get to text my friends when he's asleep, and then he wakes up and I get off the He sleeps a lot. He's a puppy, so yeah. he sleeps a lot. But, okay. He's still really fluffy and adorable. <laughs> totally. I love him. So we're at about 40 minutes. We should wrap this up. Just wanted to chat about... Uh, the Rona, the impact that the Rona has had on your life, and yep. uh, and just kind of what things are looking like going forward. Do you have any final thoughts about the Rona, either past, present, or future, before we wrap up? Rona, Rona, go away. Come again another decade. <laughs> I like it. Or not. Uh, just I, stay away. <laughs> yeah. Let's just go with it. Just stay away. Yeah. Um, really, really hopeful that the geniuses that are out there working on this stuff comes up with something for us pretty quickly. We can get the vaccine. Life can get back to normal because, man, this is sucked. 
Man, this is crappy. It has been. It has been really, really crappy. Uh, we're social people, and um, I miss having... At least parties with family friends, but we can't no, see those I'm family friends. We have really good friends. They will remain nameless, but they know who they are because he's mad cool, and she's she's really cool, and they got adorable little kids that are best friends to our kids, and we miss them uh, tremendously. Um, I miss my family. Uh, I miss my family's family. Like, it's 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 been pretty tough, so... Yeah, man, it, it'll be great when we move past this. So here's hoping that we can get past all of that and uh, and get back to some sense of normalcy. Anyway, we're going to go ahead and wrap this thing on up. We want to thank you for joining the Daddy Daughter Real Talk podcast. I yes. have been one of your hosts, Guy the Daddy, and I've been joined by... Michael the Princess. <laughs> the, the daughter and princess. The princess. Indeed. <laughs> uh Please do check out our, our podcast on iTunes and Spotify and wherever you may get, what is it, tune in, wherever, wherever else you may get your podcast from. It's really important if you guys just take a minute, click the five stars and keep it moving. Um, give us the full five stars. If you only give a four stars, it's not nearly as good. Hater. Um, <laughs> you're a hater. If you got a couple of extra seconds, you can type in a review. We would really, really appreciate it. Thank you for all the feedback on Facebook. People have been hitting us up. Uh, if you're on Facebook, just search Daddy Daughter Real Talk and you will see the page that we built. Uh, that's where we launch everybody. Well, put out the notifications, letting people know that the new episodes mm-hmm. have come out. So anyway, please share do. with your friends. Share with your, your friends. Family. Yeah, absolutely. Friends, family, anybody that you think might be interested in checking us out. Please do that. It helps the channel. And if this is your first time with us, then go ahead and check out our other podcasts that are out right now the other episodes uh the episodes yeah for sure please do check them out and and rate us and review us thank you guys again very much uh we appreciate you joining us we will do this thing again in uh another week or so maybe two we'll see how it goes thanks again we will talk to you soon see ya hi this is ty and i would like to thank you for listening to the daddy daughter real talk podcast be sure to join us again soon until then be blessed be blessed